This episode of the e-commerce playbook podcast is brought to you by Wayflyer. If you need to purchase more inventory, if you need to have more money to put towards advertising, or really if you need working capital for anything else in your business, when we needed capital, they were a great partner to us. Go check out wayflyer.com. Thanks. Hello and welcome to the e-commerce playbook podcast. My name is Andrew Ferris and I'm so glad you've joined me for another episode of the show. And today on the show, we're going back to basics about Facebook ads, what works, what doesn't, in the clearest, simplest way, following up on something I said on Twitter, I think last week, which was that I had seen this incredible response, 3X ROAS at like 2X volume, basically like a gigantic, massive needle moving win for a client. I'm gonna tell you exactly how it happened and how you can do the same thing. Okay, you ready? Are you ready for the secret? The secret magic of how I had a client with a huge Facebook win. Let's just go through the the numbers really fast. This client went from about 10 grand a day in new customer revenue to about 30 grand a day in new customer revenue, pretty much overnight. And they did that while going from roughly three grand a day in spend to like six grand a day in spend. So just like a huge, gigantic, ridiculous win where it was like an incremental three grand was producing for them in spend was like producing like an incremental 20 grand in revenue or something. I mean, I haven't looked even that carefully, but it's like the kind of win that is just so overwhelming. The chart is like moving along, you know, nine to 12 grand a day in new customer revenue every single day. And then suddenly this massive spike where you're getting two to two and a half to three X the revenue. And it's happening without crazy amounts of spend. In fact, we were going through that game that you might have done if you've ever seen something like this happen where you're pushing and then pulling back the spend because you're immediately circling with teams and going like, wait a minute, do we have enough inventory to support this, etc. So just this like overwhelming win. And I tweeted about this situation because it was so crazy. And the tweet said, and I got a bunch of response on this, how I tripled my clients row ass while doubling their volume in one day, they released a new product that customers really like. And so what this episode is going to be is, is not actually like guru tactics here. It's just a very back to basics moment. It's one of those things for me that is this reminder of the kinds of things that really move the needle. Now, all kinds of clients are different. Sometimes what really moves the needle is real creative effort and creative work. And I'm, I'm such a believer in that. But there are times when like the thing that really moves the needle is the product or maybe put more simply the offer. And I always like using the word the offer by which I always mean the same thing, product plus price, those two elements together what is the product? And and that could be an individual product you have or a bundle or whatever. And then the price of that product, and you could frame the product pricing all kinds of different ways. That could be its standard price. It could have something to do with a free shipping threshold. It could be a discount. It could be a gift with purchase. There's all kinds of things that go into making the price, the price and the offer is there. And something I've said for a long time, and I think this is true. The things that tend to move the needle the most, and this is not always the case, but tend to move the needle the most are offers offers massively affect the response that people have to a product. And again, that actually could mean manipulating the product or the price. In this case, what happened was the client had a product. We actually knew it would probably perform really well because when they had previously launched this product, it just absolutely took off. And they ran out of stock really fast on it because it had so completely smashed their previous numbers. And so after they did that, we knew when we relaunched it would probably perform well. And it did. I mean, it just absolutely exploded. And all of these people start taking it. As it happens, the creative for this product, this is a very simple product where it's sort of like a click and buy product. The product is right there. It's a photo of the product. It's not even a video. Here's what it is. And people click on it and they buy it. 
just just that kind of deal. And actually, like at the same time we did this, we also released another product where another ad started taking off at the exact same time and quickly started running into the same inventory issues. And it was the same thing. I mean, it's literally product on white imagery. You just put it out there and then people went and clicked and bought. And it was just that simple. And so what that reminds me of is that one of the things you must be testing at your company level at your product level, at your brand level, and in your ad account is changing the product. It's sort of in some ways the easiest creative test you can possibly run. Because if you find that you have a product that you're trying to advertise and it's just not working well, try and change it or try and change the offer more broadly, you know, with something with price. But even if you don't play with the price, just literally change what product you're leading with and see if you can hit in a way that you don't expect. One of the remarkable things about this particular brand that I was working on is that this is not a brand that hasn't tested products. We are regularly launching new products into ads all the time, just constantly incessantly trying new stuff, like at least weekly, there's something new being launched, just launched another one today. And this one product, because of a design change in the product, just literally aesthetic design, everything else but the main product was the same, but the aesthetics of the product, it just took off in this remarkable way. And that's actually the first one we had. The second one we had was actually a bundling of products relative to the seasonality, there's sort of a back to school focus with it. And that hit at the exact same time. And so the real point here is just to make sure that one of the things you're testing in your ad account is product. You know, something I've said a lot is that if you want to generate different outcomes, you need to create more variation in your advertising. One of the things that is really easy to do is to get stuck going down one pathway of like, I'm going to keep trying this product over and over and tweak it and play with it. Or I'm going to keep trying this angle or this style of ad. And you end up tweaking headlines and tweaking whatever. And don't tweak so much. (laughs) At some point, the plan and the game has to be change up what you are putting in front of people significantly if you want significant range of outcomes. At Bamboo Earth, we've seen a bunch of huge wins over there. And, you know, I talked to Dave who runs Bamboo Earth. When I talked to him about that, the big thing that they started doing was they actually did find a creative style and a product approach that was sort of consistent, but they just drastically started changing up the angles in really significant ways and leading with one thing really, really different than the next thing, really, really different than the next thing. And by doing that, they ended up creating really wide outcomes. It went from why is this product so expensive as sort of the hook? And then talking about why it was a great product to premature aging as a hook. And those two things worked in different ways at different levels. And those are really different initial angles. So trying different things. But but really to come back to the point here, change your product. Now, the other thing I want to point out is that for some brands at least, it's the case that you might not have much variation in products, but you can create it. You are in charge of your brand, or you might be, if you are in charge of your brand, consider figuring out how to test different products whenever you can. Consider figuring out how you can release and try and create new and different products that are not what you're currently normally doing and see if you can create variation there because it's hard, like if you're test running different stuff, manufacturing timelines can be long and all those things. This is why like one of the ways to make your business really anti-fragile is to as much as possible control and shorten the production timelines and even to see if you can get lower minimum order quantities, MOQs from your manufacturer so you can test more stuff more quickly. But if you can build that flexibility into your system and then you can also build that into your advertising approach, it can make a tremendous difference in the outcomes that you create. So that's really it. Anytime I see a huge, gigantic win in any channel, email, a sale, it doesn't really matter, like retail, any of those kinds of places and including in ads, I just always want to pause and notice it and say, what happened there and how can I go do more of that kind of thing? I think there's a good argument that this company, and I've told them this, should like significantly redesign their manufacturing process or at least add an element of it to be able to do this regularly and repeatedly to make it so that they can produce 
small amounts of test inventory, test and launch them as much as possible, and then go and do that as much as they possibly can with ads and then scale up production as quickly as possible on stuff that hits. Now, that's easier said than done, and I completely understand that. But if you put in a year or two on that process, you might be able to get somewhere to making that happen, and I think that would be worth it because if you could rinse and repeat that, I think this brand has shown that could really make a huge difference. So like I said, whenever I see a really big win, I just want to pause, put my finger on it, notice it, share it, all those things. Change the product, change the offer, massively change your creative whenever you can. The outcomes you can create are much wider, much bigger than you think if you can do that. All right, so a short episode today and really straightforward and clear, but it's funny, like sometimes these simple things like this can be the biggest difference makers and it's so easy to overlook. In this case, I'm always trying to be as honest as possible and I actually don't think the client would have a problem with me sharing this, but I I didn't want to share it without permission. But I actually kind of like that in this case because I want you to go back and think not so much about what happened for this client over here. The tendency will be to go like, oh, well, that works for them because of these factors. Like, don't do that. When you hear this today, like, stop, think about your business, Think about what you can change, what you can affect, what you can create. It's going to create massive variability in outcomes and in tests. And to do that at the product level, at the ad level, at the creative level, all those different levels and see what you can accomplish. So hopefully some help to you, hopefully a reminder and an encouragement to you that there are bigger outcome ranges than you think are possible in your business. Okay, if you like this episode, if you like anything that we have done, would you please give us a rating and review? I appreciate it so much as always. You can follow up with me at Andrew J. Ferris on Twitter is the best place to do that and stay connected there. I'm also, of course, on LinkedIn and I never mentioned that, but there you go. And would just love to hear any feedback you have. I had a lot of fun doing an episode a couple weeks ago about somebody asking a question and me getting the chance to kind of speak into their business about how to approach ad spend in the business total. If you have a question like that, I'd love to hear it. Uh, Hit me up on Twitter. That'd be the best place to do it. So thanks very much as always for listening and we will see you next time.